It's time now for another edition of Cooking with the Hazelnuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this show, we provide you with sound effects. Mm, you know, in fact, you see <laughs> Hey, that's a pretty good imitation. Wasn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> we even discuss what we like to eat. Anything. Any kind of thing. Cooking tips and much, much more coming up right now. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's ACB Hazelnuts, H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. Hi, everybody. Hi. How are y'all? This is my morning voice. Do you like it? <laughs> oh, come on. I've heard it sound even like in the morning. Ooh, I mean like Rhett. Rhett, oh, darling. Rhett, Rhett Butler, Rhett. yes. How are you, Rhett, darling? I need a southern accent that cut uh, with a fork. No, watch. Everybody is going to You need to say, frankly, my dear. <laughs> you don't really care. <laughs> oh, how is everybody today? This is our um, special deluxe edition. All of myself are fine. How are you? <laughs> uh, we're doing okay here, too. <laughs> well, Good. So, good, good, good. So we are um, just kind of doing everything uh, today off the cuff. I really haven't been cooking all that much, to be honest with you, because of uh, things going on at the house, lots of things going on. Um, how about you? I haven't been cooking so much. I've been cooking, but not really new stuff. Like the last couple of nights, I, I did cook actually the last three nights cooked on the opti grill cooked steaks one night and uh and cooked some asparagus we cooked um and then the next night i cooked some other steak that we hadn't finished just because with the opti grill sometimes i'm not sure if i want to cook i take two steaks off and i want to put another couple on i don't know whether to turn it off and set it again or if it's going to realize that it's new on there and start again with rare do you know mm -hmm. what <laughs> yes i do know i want the answer i want the secret answer there you go the secret answer is <laughs> shut the grill off and set it for the you know the type of meat that you want that's again. what i thought and then you know hit okay and and in a matter of i don't know a minute or, or so it will know you know that it's it should all... preheat again. I bet right, it but should it's only for like a minute longer. I didn't let it preheat again. I put the meat in right away, and it didn't let me know anything. So I thought, well, I hope it didn't need to be recalibrated or anything. So the next day, I did it again. And it was perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. So that's to, the thing to do is to to re restart it again, like it's brand new setting brand new food going in is what it is and as opposed to old food <laughs> and close it and let it preheat again yeah that's right that it, makes sense it takes a lot less time so i did a steak the next day and then last night on manual i did some portobello mushrooms and bell peppers and that all went oh and i did some fish all that went on a salad Oh my goodness, that just sounds really good. 
Okay, my son came over on Saturday, and we were doing dishwashing, uh, switching out dishwashers. Oh, right. And okay. You, you I thought you that. were just washing dishes as a team or something. I'm like, what? Here, you take this plate and put it in, and I'll shut Yeah, what a recreational event that is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as many of you know, um, I've got a Traeger grill, and he said, uh, "Can while, you, while we're doing this, can, can you put some steaks on? I said, sure. So the yeah, steaks. I asked Larry. I asked Larry. He said, talked about grilling. I asked him if he had grilled any more spider webs, oh. or if he had put any more puppies on the grill. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he said no to both. <laughs> oh. So we put on these steaks, and the next day he came over, called me up, and I I didn't have my phone next to me, so I didn't get it in time. So he just took it upon himself to drop over. Oh, Skype's house. being weird. What, it's Skype's going. Weird? Uh, oh, uh, 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 we'll say that again. All right. Well, okay, I'm going to say uh, again, a Skype okay now? <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> oh, See, people boy. love this. This is why they listen to this show. Because mm-hmm, we're so silly. Um, my son came over the next day, and uh, he, he brought, <laughs> brought some more steak over because he liked it so much he <laughs> wanted to have it again. That's great. That's really, really Yeah. Did some grilling. Oh, Tony did some grilling a couple of times, and I can't remember if I told you on here that he left charcoal that he had used in a pile outside, and he covered it with a bunch of leaves. And my dog, Not who good. will just eat anything, got into it and ate the equivalent of half a bag of charcoal, and it was the match light stuff. Oh no! And boy, was she sick. I, she was okay, but she spent the evening and into the next morning throwing up, and I was up all night with her. Oh, and um, oh, Tony felt really bad, and he said he's always just covered up charcoal at first, you know. And and I said, well, not with my dog around. Uh uh-uh. uh. I took her to the vet. That, that's I'm I'm glad you did. I'm glad that she's fine. Um and and while I'm thinking, poor Megan, and while I'm thinking about it, um. Because if I don't say this, I'll forget. You know how a, a senior citizens are. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, what did you just say? <laughs> okay, so um, there's an end to this, uh, or well, or a uh, solution to this mm-hmm. uh, at Lowe's. Lowe's, or I, I don't have one near me, but there's Kmart. There's uh, you know all these stores, and they actually have. Ch- and I didn't know this until this morning. Um, I was up on YouTube um, just searching for uh, for mm-hmm. grilling tips and things. And I, I do mm-hmm. this all, stuff all the time because I, you know, I don't claim to know everything. I claim, I claim to know nothing. Well, I, I, I claim that, but I, I mean, I do. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. I, uh, oh, I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> my, my reputation precedes me, does it? <laughs> Um, on the, uh, on, uh, you know, in those stores, they have charcoal keepers, and I didn't know that until this morning. And they're, uh, they're like a plastic uh, bin, uh, pretty rugged, and uh, they have lids, and you just dump your, you can put a whole entire charcoal, uh, a bag of charcoal in, you know, out of the bag, just dump it all into these bins. Well, yeah, but this was charcoal that had been used. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was charcoal that had been used, but still, she got into it. And 
um, the vet was, I mean, I was very concerned because she oh, yeah. seemed lethargic. And, um, and you know, I still feel like there is a, she oh, aged. Sorry. You, Just, you, 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 we lost you there. You lost me? I went no, down the I charcoal hole. You. <laughs> <laughs> I went down the charcoal hole. Um, really she, ah, wee! she, um, to me, is slightly different from that. I mean, not really, but I noticed that she seems a little bit older now than she ever did. Be. She's eight now. And I just, it could be, you know, age and other things that just seem coincidental, but to me, but. I think something may have happened from that that was just, mm. and the vet said she was fine. Wow. Um, But golden retriever right behind me. Yeah. And if you hear any snoring noises, audience, uh, that she's snoring right behind me. It's you. Yeah, I know. It's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Mine snores a lot when she sleeps and you know, that's to be expected. Um, I do too more these days, but no, uh, anyway, anything, but she <laughs> sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but she really sleeps a lot more deeply than she used to. Um, so anyway, so do I. Yeah, I'm just happy when I wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what I look forward to. Oh, I'm awake. I'm here still. <laughs> mm. Oh, I was gosh. 20, but now that I'm 32, uh, <laughs> yeah, twice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good. It's the egg marketing board tango, in other words, the dance of love. You go down to the palais and you're well, eager for a I dance. I don't know about the dance of love, but I do think that many times we are in a kind of dance to eat the best things we can or try to pick from various choices, pick the best thing, maybe the lesser of two, maybe not so good kinds of things and trying to figure out what's real and what's good and things of that nature. A lot of times there is a mixed bag of thought about eggs. I grew up believing that it's good to eat eggs and not to worry about eating too many eggs in a week. But later on, there was all this stuff about cholesterol, which I've never bought into. But still, Many times we think that an egg is a purer thing to eat. And we want to know, we want to be able to trust, we want to be able to believe that what we're eating is what we think we're eating. I think actually worse than what we eat is the fear that what we're eating is bad for us or the worry or anxiety about what we're eating. And so I tend to be one that believes much more in moderation and a balance and to trust and know that our bodies are somehow kept in a, in a pretty harmonious state, a pretty homogeneous state of balance in spite of all sorts of things, that we are kept in good working order 
especially if we're meant to be here and meant to do certain things, that we are kept in balance. But still, I think a little bit of awareness, a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of mindfulness is a good thing. But sometimes a little bit of that can be not such a good thing. You know, it's sort of like the psych student that thinks they know everything and they go around analyzing everyone from a little bit of knowledge. Oh man, that's not always a good thing. And as I looked at this, it's kind of like going down the rabbit hole of wondering, and still, I the little bit that I have researched this, I know that I don't have all the answers, and I'm not sure that without being egged on or without getting too egg-centric, I'm not sure that there are any easy answers for this other than still to come back to a place of moderation. So I was recently at a bed and breakfast, one of those quick places to eat breakfast, where breakfast was all included, visiting a friend at a hotel. Well, beware of breakfasts that are included. Unless you know that they're standing there cooking your eggs fresh, you may not know what you're getting. And even then, you may not fully know what you're getting. Oh boy. Well, so I would say, in all honesty, that I would stay away from the eggs that are served in those quick, ready-made breakfasts that are not cooked right out in front of you because many times those are powdered eggs or they are pasteurized. Now, powdered eggs are just, well, yuck, in my opinion. Some may live on them and feel they're okay. No, thank you. I don't want them. But some are pasteurized, and I don't think I want those either, although many of us eat them in restaurants and even at home because a lot of the cartons of eggs that we buy are pasteurized, and even some of the organic ones I have read are not always something to to trust. Organic, I think sometimes Miss Natural One here who likes to eat natural knows that organic, sometimes labeled organic, is like buying designer clothes. You pay more and you don't necessarily get more. Sometimes organic eggs are bathed in chlorine baths and brushed with some sort of lye. So recently, like I said, I was in this at this hotel and oh man. You give me they asked me in the morning. Do you want scrambled eggs? Cheese. I said, I'll let you go. Heck yeah, I want some protein. You give me hard eggs in the morning. And man, I tasted those powder eggs and I went, Ooh, no way. Ugh. And when I said to my friend Lynn, those are powdered eggs, she said, oh, it's very common in hotels for them to do that. So 
I decided I needed to do a little more looking at this. And a few weeks later, we visited a really nice hotel, my friend Des and I. And we asked them, do you serve real eggs? And they said, you have to ask for them. They said, on the concierge floor, I believe they said that there were powdered eggs. Oh man, what do you expenedict us to do with this one? So we went to the main restaurant and they had a buffet. And we said, are those real fresh cracked eggs? And they said, no, but you can order from the menu and ask for real fresh cracked eggs. Again, were they from cartons that were unpasteurized or pasteurized? We don't know. And so we ordered fresh cracked eggs every day and we had them but I looked further into this well the pasteurizing is what's done to keep us from getting salmonella that's what they say it's a partial cooking to liquefy them and it's done in a way where then the eggs come out in a carton so that restaurants can easily work with them. And, you know, I mean, hey, much easier, much less time consuming for them for them to pour from a carton. Or in those quick places, they take out those frozen omelets and they heat those up and voila, they feed a bunch of people. And wow, people are happy. All included in their hotel price. Wow, such a deal. Well, you know, I grew up on on pasteurized milk, and I can't drink it today, but regardless, lots of us grew up on pasteurized milk. In fact, my sister drank unpasteurized milk on a farm and ended up in the hospital for two or three months with something called undulant fever, her fever undulating up and down every day, and it took quite a while for them to figure out what it was and what brought it on. So, I don't know. I What I have also read is that many times they'll tell us it's for our health, but it's really for cost and convenience. And I would tend to believe that maybe some of both are true. I really think well, <laughs> if you know some of the woo-woo wacky things I believe in, I believe in praying over my food to make sure that with the highest intent that it's blessed, that it's that it's safe, that it's good for me, and it's divinely protected. But in any case, no matter what, um, there are a lot of things that are done with our food that we may not know about, whether that's restaurant food or grocery store food. And sometimes the stress of it is more than we want to know. I really think sometimes the stress over this. I've seen people that are so rigid about what they eat. They're no fun, and I don't think they have any fun. So in any case, I think moderation and just being, being aware, 
having your head up and your eyes open, your ears open, knowing what's going on and doing our best to have a balance and just trying not to let anybody that you don't choose to egg you on with what you're eating. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. I've still been looking up things about this. Um, I thought I saw in there where it said that in 2013, a lot of this happened. Um, uh, in the 80s, I thought I saw something about the 70s. I actually saw something that said they began using frozen eggs in 1903. Um, and so I and I looked up about when they started using powdered eggs or where they come from. They're probably from the space program, actually. They're dehydrated like powdered milk. Um, so just interesting stuff. I don't know, Randy, do you have a preference about, uh, do you know about eggs being pasteurized in lots of cases I and, have and or powdered? I've heard of it. Um, to, to be honest with you, um, I, I just pick, pick up what's on sale. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so far, no, no ill effects. Well, they actually, no, not ill effects, but... You know, some people just want to know what they're eating, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I, I, and if they, I mean, you know, I, I was shocked when I was at this hotel I talk about where, you know, oh yeah, breakfast included and it was powdered eggs. Oh God. And then I heard that it's quite common. And then when we went to a much nicer hotel and asked, they said, well, if you want fresh cracked eggs you have to ask for them otherwise they are pasteurized out of a carton so we were at yeah so we were at golden corral this morning and we asked um where they had the scrambled eggs on the buffet are these are these real or are these fresh eggs and they said they're out of a carton uh, so then that's not an answer that's a tricky answer (sighs) yeah because they can say yeah they're fresh eggs they're just cooked but are they real or are they real? Well, yeah, they're real. They're just pasteurized. You know, it's really tricky. And so then they had another station where they were making them as omelets, scrambled or over easy. And you knew they were standing there cracking them. Well, now I've often I've also read that you can get you can get pasteurized eggs in in some grocery stores that are still pasteurized in cartons and even organic sometimes are not truly organic because of the chlorine they're soaked in and dyes that are brushed on them. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to egg you on or anything. <laughs> or yoke <laughs> or with, scramble or, your brain. Or, or yoke with me at all. <laughs> or yoke with you at all. Yeah. <laughs> um well <clears throat> the thing about that I've noticed about eggs too uh, over the years. Um, have you ever picked up an egg out of a carton and you go, "What happened here? These shells feel just light as feathers." And uh, like if you have ever seen an egg <clears throat> that 
have actually come from a farm. They're a nice hearty shell, and you kind of wonder what's been going on in the industry a little bit. Oh yeah. So what is it that's hap? If is it, are those from a farm where they're real lightweight, or no, are they the opposite? They're they're yeah. a heavier shell. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing's been done to them, and you wonder what's going on. Who was it that was talking to us on the show when we were talking <clears> about <throat> carrots? I think it was was it uh, was it Rick that was saying that he thought those uh, little carrots were <laughs> were modified, <laughs> and so he doesn't use them. Oh, really? Okay, I'm not could laughing be. at him. Yeah. Well, I am a little. Modified carrots. Mm. <laughs> and you kind of wonder, you know, they have these small carrots and most of us eat them. He prefers the bigger carrots. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering maybe, you know, if uh, <coughs> people have to watch out for eggs and things. For eggs? Well, I used to think it was odd. Like, why did restaurants have on menus, you know, we our eggs are real. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, aren't they all? And I had, I really did not know. But this has been going on. But we were, we were raised on pasteurized milk. And mm-hmm. you know, we didn't know anything different. Um, so just, just interesting. For those of you who don't know, you probably do by now if you've listened to the show. Uh, but if you're just tuning in, if you're just tuning in, this is my, my morning voice. <clears throat> if you're just Red, in. darling, red. <laughs> she goes wild when I do that voice. <laughs> oh, red, darling. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, you don't <laughs> care. <laughs> How did you know, darling? No. Um, I I just despise the taste of eggs, and we all say that if you don't like something, well, don't eat it. You know, you just despise what eggs. it went away. Eggs, Egg, you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So this isn't so no, like no, ugh, it, to you. It is very interesting to me because mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you a little story. Now, uh, this was probably around nineteen. Uh, 80, a friend of oh, mine. Oh, three, no. <laughs> <laughs> two friends of mine and I went camping, and we went up to Grand Marais, Minnesota, where um, it was summertime, but it got down to 36 <clears> degrees. <throat> uh, it was just crazy. And for breakfast, uh, one of my friends decided that he was going to cook for us. And he made a, a special <clears throat> he made a special dish for us <laughs> of powdered eggs and oh, no. uh, dehydrated Hash browns. Oh, dear. Needless to say, Big R did not eat a thing. But what I ended up doing was uh, our ham that we had brought (laughs) was frozen in dry ice. (laughs) And um, so I ended up chiseling off shaved. That's what you call shaved ham. Yeah. So I chiseled (laughs) off ham and held it over the fire. And I had a piece about as big as my fingernail, you know, like about... (laughs) 90 times, um, you know, just little shavings holding over the fire and hope to God that I could survive uh, to eat because I was so hungry. And I have not been camping since, ladies and gentlemen. I can understand that. I love oh. camping. But, but it, you know, I mean, if somebody offered me to, you know, take me camping, uh, I would, I'd still go, you know. It's just yeah. that I just haven't been. It was just, right. It was a disgusting breakfast. That is disgusting. Isn't well, it? you know, I mean, well, they'll say, you know, it's good to have these things on hand in case there's ever a food shortage. Well, I don't know. I mean, I suppose if one is really hungry, maybe, but mm, wow. Well, when the uh, zombie apocalypse <clears throat> hits, 
you know, you'll be all set. You know, you'll have all these powdered things. I'll have oh. frozen ham. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'll have your frozen ham. It'll thaw out very, very slowly. Yes. And you'll be eating on that for a couple days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Day or two, you know. <laughs> the all-day ham, all this will be. Ham. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a ham all day. All day, ham. All day. yeah. <laughs> Normally, so I tell us. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no. You well, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to show that we don't edit the show. Well, I was going to say, tell us about this great um, anatomy that you found. I mean, this this. Uh, well. Oh. <laughs> you mean the large breast? Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I went to Sam's Club. <laughs> And in, if you guys don't have Sam's Clubs, you you know, uh, you, you probably will see these um, <laughs> these enormous uh, things in uh, <laughs> that are shrink wrapped. Um, I have to tell you, I have never seen anything so um, interesting and full of flavor in my life. They are a deep fried. And when I say this, everybody don't cringe or whatever. It's so hot that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It's so hot that the oil sears the outside and cooks the inside of these um, uh, turkey breasts. (laughs) Breasts. Yes. Uh, Okay. And I have a, as many of you know, I have a... um, uh, right now, I'm just terribly turning red. <clears throat> <laughs> I have a, a meat slicer. And uh, I think, I want to say that these must have been about f- maybe a, a f- I want to say a four or five pound uh, shrink <laughs> wrapped turkey breast. <laughs> so I cut it up into sections. And uh, I'm good now. <clears throat> so I cut it up into sections and I spent about a half hour at the meat slicer, paper thin shaving these uh wow this turkey breast and um i've i have to say even though i've talked about it it's so um economical if you use a a meat slicer to to do these Mm -hmm. things in your own home and i have never tasted a better uh turkey breast um well i mean other than not you know the ones i've smoked myself but the ones that you go buy in the store oh my goodness they were good Wow, that is great. And I bet it I bet you came away with a huge pile that was, you know, in a way larger because no, I'm of not kidding all... you. you you are right, Debbie. You are right because Because I, it wasn't packed down anymore. It, 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 and it came packed. I mean it Yeah, came, that's what I mean. Yeah, it came yeah. just really, you know, um well, what's the word that I'm looking for? Dense. Compressed. Compressed. Yeah, dense. Compressed. Breast. Compressed. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I ended up with mountains and <clears throat> mountains of this shaved turkey. Um, mm-hmm. And so we put it in wraps with avocado and, and uh, all the vegetables you could imagine. We we made sandwiches out of it. We have uh, had it on salads. <laughs> and there's still a lot left. Um, that is so good. Yeah. And now, I have not had turkey freeze real well. I don't know. Maybe there's a good maybe there's a good way to freeze this. Well, there is a good way. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, 
could just eat it all in a matter of, wow, I would want to be able to keep that. But there might be some way of packing it so that it does. I wonder, um, you know, maybe. I mean, there must be because they sell frozen turkey. So Well, I guess there is. Yeah, there must be. Um, maybe, but, you know, see if it's cooked. I'm not sure if, if – so if anybody wants to comment on that, uh, just send us a tweet or an email. I found a really cool little bag sealer on HSN. It came with two in a pack. It takes two AA batteries, and it looks like a little staple gun, kind of like a, a just a very small stapler that – maybe a kid would use or somebody would have just on their desk at home or something and you squeeze it and, and it heats up and, you know, for like uh, 30 seconds or something. And then you just run it across the part of the bag that you want to seal. You can use it on any bags and it's, it's just great. It's so much better than those big electric things that, you know, go, mm, you know, in vacuum seal. <laughs> Hey, that's a pretty good imitation. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> so this thing is quiet, and it's it's just it's really cool. I like it a lot. And you get two in a pack, and it was like twenty twenty one dollars or something. Now, did you say it runs on batteries? Yeah, I think it's two double A per, and you get two in a pack. I'm gonna have to look look at that. I wonder if they still. Yeah, have them. I hope so. Probably bag sealer. Um, yeah, on HSN. So what do you do? Do you? Uh... My one in HSN near you. Do you um, squeeze the air out of the bag, obviously, then? I do, because I always think that things keep better when there's not air around them. So, yeah, I do. I push the air out, flatten it, you know, and then I just run that sealer zip across, you know, and I might do a couple of different rows of it just to make sure it really gets it. But I do it on bags of salad I do it. They give you some bags with it, but I haven't even used those. I've used it on potato chip bags. I've used it on anything, any kind of thing. I mean, maybe some bags, you know, are a little easier than others, but I've, I've had it work just across the board work really well. Yesterday, I, uh, or the day before, I guess, uh, because we ran it yesterday, we did a a main menu show and uh, it was great. I was eating pork rinds on the show. Yes, they sounded really good. I haven't had them in years. And I don't want the impression that that's all I do is sit around all day eating pork rinds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Potato chips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I was thinking those um, <laughs> these things come in big barrels. But if you wanted to get those big barrels out of the way, put your stuff, your cereal or whatever, into these into bags and then um, mm-hmm. seal them up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. And, you know, some people like to seal up their sweaters and things after the winter. And, you know, I mean, there are just lots of different ways that that uh, it can be used. I think it's it, you know, or even if you're working with something, you can, you know, seal them in that safely and you can cut something open and then reseal it. I do that all the time. Went with a Rick Alfaro suggestion and I finally got to try uh, they have these cauliflower rice kinds of things. Oh, so green, green Giant actually does make the mashed cauliflower. I don't think it's as good as the recipe you gave us, which I've made several times, and only I've added a little bit of potato to it. But I, I like 
the mashed cauliflower a lot. But there's, if you don't want to make it or you don't have time to make it, it's not quite as creamy, but it's still good. And you cook it in the microwave. And then they also have cauliflower rice, which is Mm. a a chopper. Rick Alfaro actually got one. He got this chop. I think it's called a chopper. And he's been able to make his own rice with it. I might get him to demo that for us. But he's been able to make his own rice. So they sell cauliflower rice. They also sell cauliflower rice with sweet potato, cauliflower rice with broccoli, cauliflower rice with vegetables like little peas and carrots and things like that in it and then they sell broccoli rice and broccoli rice with vegetables and of course Debbie, did, did you hear that noise just while you were describing did you hear like a let's see i'm gonna try to imitate this if i can did you hear like a did you hear that while you were talking i hear it now well that's jeff bishop taking notes Oh, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to send me a demerit. <laughs> He's taking notes on all these vegetables. He's going to send me a demerit for talking about vegetables on the air. He'll say he would rather hear about that beep other item earlier, but, you know, doesn't want to hear about these vegetables. <laughs> that sounds great, though. I, I'm, I have never had some of these things that you're talking about but i've heard of them certainly and i'd well yeah and you cook them now again i'm not thrilled but you cook them in the microwave in the bag unopened and it'll tell you i think it said five to six minutes on the broccoli uh on the cauliflower rice with sweet potato we had that the other night and, you know, like, I, it's not something I would jump up and down over, but it's not something I would give a dirty look to either. I actually, you know, ate it and thought it was great. I know it's certainly fewer calories than sitting there and eating rice and, you know, rice with sweet potatoes. And so we had steak and asparagus and um, broccoli rice sweet potato or cauliflower rice sweet potato. And what's really cool is their uh, their dad, Tommy – He'll eat the mashed cauliflower and think it's mashed potatoes. He'll eat the cauliflower rice and think that it's just rice and eat it just fine. But if he saw what it was, mm-hmm. isn't that interesting? He actually, he wouldn't eat it. It's seeing is just everything to some people. It's just amazing. Yeah, my dad, he found these, well, there were, um, I can't think of the name of them right now. That's ridiculous. Um. Uh, well, they're pot stickers, um, and they were filled with cream cheese. And my dad hated cream cheese. Well, he thought he did. He he said just to look at it, he just wouldn't never touch it. And so um, we brought some to a gathering one time, and my dad just like he couldn't keep his hands off of them. And Ryan was uh, my son was four years old, about four years old at the time. He goes, Grandpa, I, do you like that they're stuffed with cream cheese? <laughs> And my my dad was a little hard of hearing. Oh gosh! What? 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 Said what? A yeah. Louder! Cream cheese! And I'm going. Be quiet, Ryan. Be quiet. Don't tell me. That's right. Morning. He did hear the word cream cheese, and he just wouldn't eat it. Isn't, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's. Well, I can remember being the same way. If I heard something, I'd go, Ugh, and you know, I wouldn't even want to give it a try after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's funny that way. Here's another thing that you guys might find interesting, interesting, and Debbie, you probably haven't heard of this, but you're talking about all these wonderful rice uh, re- replacements. Um, <coughs> I, I love tater tots. 
Mm-hmm. They have out now um, something called broccoli tots. Yes, I've heard of this. And I have heard of this. I want to try them. So uh, later on, I'll be pro- be providing uh, my contact info, and you guys can send me some cauliflower. Oh, tots. oh. <laughs> but broccoli tots, you said, or broccoli tots, broccoli tots, and cauliflower tots, and different kinds of tots. Tots oh, for no. grown-ups, tots for tots. Oh, um, yeah. And you could put them, you know, in your air fryer. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I just got my second batch of auto ship of um, pot stickers, and uh, you know we we love them. We just love them. We have have those sometimes with a salad, and that's it. Same here. Yeah, we do the same darn thing. And uh, the ones we're talking about are from QVC, and uh, mm-hmm. they are. Uh, and we can post what we eat. Uh, oh sure. And they say that if you. Uh, Buy from other companies, pot stickers. They aren't as good as they. They aren't. And they aren't. The ones at Sam's are not nowhere near as good. I haven't tried those, really. Yeah, I don't think they're anywhere near as good. But guess what is good at Sam's Club? <laughs> mm. Cheese sticks. Oh my gosh, they're good. Oh yeah. Cheese yeah. Are they are. I just don't want to eat so much cheese. I just, in Atlanta, you know, I mean, it was like the lesser of certain things to eat. But, I mean, we split salads with grilled fish quite often, but ended up getting a fruit and cheese tray up in the room. And and that was delicious. Exactly. And, you know, a little bit of that. But, oh, my gosh, there is just cheese, 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 cheese on everything. And after a while, it's sort of like, okay, you know, can you taste the real food beyond the cheese? Take a step back from the cheese, yeah. I've been air frying a lot. Um, I have been using my Phillips mostly, and it's kind of interesting. The first time that I ever did sausage with on the top and potatoes on the bottom, it worked beautifully. But Several times that I've done it, whether the sausage is on top or sometimes without potatoes, sausage, even on the bottom, mm-hmm. I have managed to um, use the smoke alarm as a timer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and really? I don't think and I don't think that it's because it's really hard to turn a pound of sausage when it's filling the whole thing. Yeah. And some part of it is too close to either the top or something on the bottom. Um, but I think that next time, I'm not going to cook a whole pound. I'm going to put some of it in the refrigerator and cook some of it the next day or or just go back to cooking it in the oven or on the stove. But, um, but uh, the other thing about the air fryer is um, – it may seem like there's nothing in the basket, but there could be stuff underneath the basket that needs to or you use it again. Because when you clean the air fryer, you have to take the basket out and really clean underneath the basket in the outside container because there's a lot of stuff that gets in there. And those can go in the dishwasher. You those are parts. Right. Those can go in the dishwasher. But, oh, yeah, I mean, I do the pot stickers in there. I want to go to Schwann's and see about some spring rolls. Um, But I think, um, 
Yeah, the, the air fryer is just all around Always cool. Always check your baskets uh, underneath your baskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will get stuff that does collect in there. She's right. Yep, and that's what I would, yeah. If you don't, you're going you're gonna to do that smoke alarm thing. But I've had it happen even without, even after, you know, after having done that, I've had that happen. So, you know, and if something is too thick and it's in the top in the basket, some of our sausage uh, has a curl to it and it's thicker. And so some of it touched the top element and, um, you know, so I just turn it off and, you know. Yeah. You know, I still get emails and I still get uh, tweets and things like that about uh, our... Are, are these fryers you talk about as good as you say they are, uh, the grills and all these things? And Well, yeah, yes. or we wouldn't say them. <laughs> of course. Um, sometimes they just find it a little hard to believe that we like these things so much. And Well, we I'm, I think, you know, we're always still on a hunt for um, accessible air fryers because there was one on QVC that wasn't a few weeks ago. But then there was another one this past weekend that I think – is accessible and bed bath and beyond has them i would bet that walmart and Target have them um but you know you might want to go to a store if you can and check out what they have in the brand and all that um and don't hesitate to get a bigger one. Some people say, I don't want a big one. I don't want a big one. Well, okay. But if you want to cook for, you know, four people or, you know, you want to cook where you have enough room around your food, you need a bigger one. So. I wish that would have been our first purchase is to make, uh, you know, to get a bigger fryer. I mean, I like the Phillips a lot, but, oh, man, you sure can't feed a family with a small Oh, I still do. I still, I primarily use the Phillips. I still like it the best. And I I, I don't, you know, you can't feed everybody in just one little basket. Well, if on occasion, I, I mean, I have actually found that two potatoes go a long way, even with three or four people at times because we just don't eat piles of them like we used to. (laughs) Well, we don't either. (laughs) But I put them in the oven sometimes if I need to make another batch, you know, and and that works okay. But, I mean, I use the big doctor shows and they all say, you know, watch your potato intake and watch this, watch that. I'll say what? They all say what? Watch your potato intake. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. So we do. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for sound bite. 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 <laughs> In this version of sound bite, 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 I'd like to bring to your attention something that may be common sense. And you might say, common sense coming from big R? Well, sure. Sometimes I find a good one now and then. I'd like to talk to you today about checking your surfaces. What do I mean by that? Well, I was cleaning my kitchen. I was looking at the counters, cleaning them, making sure all work surfaces were nice and clean to my satisfaction. I went all around the perimeters. I was putting away fruit and vegetables in the prospective bins and bags. And I thought, well, now I'm completely done. I don't have to do a thing. I have a flat-top cooking stove. It's an electric stove, and I cook on it just about every day 
And I decided to go over to clean the stove. I have this cooking... I have this cleaning spray called BioCleaner. It eats everything, not your hands, not anything it comes in contact with except food. It's a marvelous product that I found on QVC. Nothing like a little commercial for a cleaning product, right? All right, so I started looking at the stove, and it had cheese wrappers on it, a washcloth, a towel, uh, different sorts of things that you would normally put on a stove. Normally, you wouldn't put that kind of stuff on the stove, but in this case, it was just laid there because sometimes people get in a hurry and they set things down on a flat surface, and any flat surface can become a space to work in. I've done it myself, and I'm sure everybody else does it. Sometimes you can put a cutting board on it, sometimes a plate. The point is, you got to check all work surfaces before you start to cook. Now... I, so far, haven't had any accidents because I do this, but sometimes if you don't check your work surfaces, you may catch whatever it is that's laying on your stove on fire, and we wouldn't want that to happen. So always check your work surfaces before turning on a burner. I know, as I said before, that's pure common sense, but sometimes you may not do it, and there might be disastrous results. So check out your work surfaces and continue good cooking. While I'm here, I'd like to talk to you about the BioCleaner product that I was mentioning before from QVC. It comes in a 64-ounce bottle, and you can add water to it to the fill line from a bottle that is included. So in other words, you get two bottles, one full of the 64-ounce cleaner, and the other one is empty. So, you fill to the fill line with this concentrate, and you add the rest with water. If you have a, an extremely greasy product, like, let's say, a grill that you keep outside all the time, like a charcoal grill or a smoker, and you want to clean it, you may want to use it less diluted, or just use the concentrate and it will provide a tougher acting cleaner. It does cost around $20 for the 64-ounce bottle. BioCleaner. I know this sounds like an ad, and it kind of is, but I have found that it really worked well for me. And I started using it about mm, two days ago, something like that. The first thing I tried it on was a microwave. Normally, my microwave doesn't get this messy but I was working with different things over the week marinara sauce, cheese a few things and <laughs> for some reason the combination of cooking turned my microwave into a sticky mess. It was kind of like working with Silly Putty and as I say normally I don't do things like that because I try to keep things covered but accidents in fact, do happen. So I opened up the microwave a while ago, and I saw it was in terrible shape. I tried scrubbing. It sounds like a TV commercial, doesn't it? And nothing I could accomplish. 
would work. So I thought, well, let's try some of this BioCleaner that was touted to be so good. And I thought, you know, uh, I'm, it's probably okay. But to my surprise, it worked great. Let me just tell you about it. I sprayed it down with this solution that's made of oranges, uh, of an orange extract and other things. And it smells orangey and it's it kind of has the same smell as Goo Gone does a little bit, if you know what Goo Gone is. So I let it stand for a few minutes and then I started to scrub it with a sponge that is coated with a fiber that really gets in there and cleans up cooking mishaps. As I was doing this, I noticed it was coming loose, so I just let it stand for a few minutes. And to my surprise, when I started to clean the surface of the microwave, all this stuff that was hardened on became fluid and more like a thick paste. I know it sounds disgusting, but that's what happened. So the first thing I did was rinsed it all out, and then I looked at the microwave, and it was absolutely just in pristine condition, better than it has been in a long time. They say you can use it for ovens, grills, and any type of work surface that you imagine that is real tough to clean. I've had really good results with it, and if you try it, you may too. The next project that I'm going to start with is my oven. And my oven is really quite pristine. There's not much wrong with it, but sometimes you drop some cheese on it or you drop a little pizza sauce or something in the oven. Uh, you know what ovens can collect. So I think I will just spray it down and go to bed and wake up and cleanup will be a lot easier. And that concludes the soundbite with commercial. Take care, everybody. Well, it's time to close cooking with the hazelnuts for another day. I'd like to thank everybody for listening and downloading Without you, we wouldn't even have a show, would we? In future episodes, we'll be talking about cooking and cleaning and rubbing those nasty spots off with bio-cleaner and all that kind of stuff. Ouch, my arm kind of hurts. I, I get so tired of cleaning all the time. Anybody want to help me scrub all this little spot over here? Would you like to say anything, Debbie? Okay, bye. <laughs>